0: Hey, I'm September Smith, and this is the She's All That podcast, season two. As always, conversations with women doing awesome shit is the foundation of my podcast. And in this transition season to a post-pandemic world, my guests are business owners combining their agile business jobs, their expertise, and their insight to offer their clients innovative solutions for the post-pandemic business reality. Each and every one brings a fresh edge to business that you'll want to hear about. Welcome to the She's All That video podcast. I'm so happy today to have Amber Kahn here with me. Amber Kahn is an internationally best-selling author. She's the self-described chief obscurity defier at her company, Amplifiology. And she's someone who believes that now is the greatest time in history to become a favored brand, business, or coach in your field by defying obscurity and amplifying your voice. Amber, welcome, and thank you so much for being with me to talk about this today.
1: Thank you, Sister, for having me. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that we could finally make this happen. I know we tried a few times before, but
0: hooray. <laughs> We're here, yes. And I'm so excited because of both both of those themes of amplifying your voice and of content and repurposing your content are very, very important themes for me. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say and how you work with your clients Absolutely. in those areas. So as I mentioned, Amplifyologies. First focus is on amplifying your clients' voices. So you say that you help entrepreneurs to amplify their voice and defy obscurity. What role does amplifying your voice play in building a sustainable business or a brand?
1: Well, I mean, uh, if nothing else, COVID has uh, taught all us business owners one lesson that um, if we are not visible online, because suddenly all businesses had to go online, they had no choice. And then you pretty much, if you're not dead yet, you you're going to be dead very soon. You know, the the in the business sense of it. Um, so. Um, now as in 2020 2021 going forward i i believe that for businesses to have sustainable growth it it is of utmost importance that they have some sort of online presence and by some sort of i i don't mean um, you know just meh kind of presence it's about what it's about sharing your message uh, with the audience that you want to serve right mm-hmm. um, a, a, and and that's the sort of philosophy behind amplifiology that we 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 know brands who are doing amazing things we've got amazing products and services but but not many people know about it right um a, a, and they're sort of living in that the world of obscurity and,
0: okay. and, and
1: yeah. And, and uh, all they need is to basically have some sort of brand voice to get out there so that they can serve and impact a lot more people. So
0: they they need that brand voice and they need to amplify it. When clients come to you, do they already kind of have that brand voice and you just have to figure out how to amp that up so that it gets out there and reaches more people? Or is that also something you help them do find their brand voice?
1: Um. Um, it's not something we in particular uh, help them do, but we do have partners we work with who can do that if they are at that stage where they need to figure out their brand voice or even what their brand stands for. And, and, And I would say that's the precursor to uh, them coming to work with us so if they've not got that sorted out we do have partners that uh, you know um, they can work with or we can refer them to to uh, to figure that out before we then start amplifying um, you know their brand their voice their message to the world because you first have to obviously be very clear about what you stand for.
0: Oh, absolutely. You don't want to be amplifying some message that two months from now you're going to regret was out there. Yes. Nail that down right from the get-go. So for every client, is there a unique approach to how they should be amplifying their voice and their message and getting it out there? Or is there like one silver bullet? Uh,
1: No, I I wouldn't say there is one silver silver bullet, but... uh, you know we do a lot, uh, there is a framework that you can follow um, um you know for majority of businesses um it works um and it starts with uh, like we uh, talked about uh, first identifying Uh, What your brand stands for, um, uh, what what differentiates you from uh, other brands. Uh, And then having some sort of medium to share uh, your message with. So, if you some prefer to write, you know, they may have authored a book or they are in the process of writing a book. Some prefer to do like a podcast, like we're doing, recording right now, they may start their own podcast um, or they may have a YouTube live stream channel. Uh, People do it in several different ways. Now we've got Clubhouse, right? Um, So there are different ways to to share your message with. And so after you've decided what medium you're most comfortable with, and you know that your audience prefers uh, to consume your content in that uh, way first uh, so you know start off there finalize or, or decide on what you're going to focus on what kind of uh, medium you're going to use to share your message and after that comes the repurposing part which is basically um, it, it's like giving it an oomph uh, to go uh, and, and and scale your brand uh, further it because uh, well, you know it's one thing to produce content. Um, but, uh, unless that content can reach the people you want to serve, it's not doing much good, you know? Right. And you don't want to be spending so much time. You've put your blocks and tears in creating that content. Like, you know, I know how much work goes into creating podcasts. So, and you, you know, that, and, and, and once you've done that, you don't want, you don't want, once the episode is published, you don't want to forget about it, right? You don't Mm -hmm. want it to just sit in the archive somewhere because people are not going to find it unless you continue to share the message for months and years to come. And that's what repurposing content helps brands do.
0: Yes, and I would think it would be even more important for people who have chosen channels uh, like, for example, Clubhouse. I mean, that for the time being, that evaporates as soon as that shows over. As soon as the words are out of your mouth, that's gone. But other social media platforms where uh, like the longevity of your content sometimes is a matter of minutes or hours. Repurposing that would be vital. Now, in that repurposing is an anchor piece of your company. Initially, it might seem a little bit uh, counterintuitive that amplifying your voice and repurposing, in fact, go hand in glove, but mm-hmm. they do. And how do those two things work together?
1: Yeah. So, it, you know, the, the amplifying your brand comes with repurposing your content. So uh, think of it this way, that, um, uh, you know, you, bu- you create content to build influence, Right, yes. You create and share content to build some sort of influence um, um, within your market, within your niche. Uh, I look at content repurposing um, as something which turns that influence into action. So, oh,
0: oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: So, so it's, you've now built some sort of influence by creating your, your ideas, your message with the world, right? Obviously that's not enough, right? We want people to take action and Mm -hmm. and that's where repurposing content comes because what it does is not only it builds brand momentum, which is, um, you know, amplifies your brand's presence in 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 different uh, on different platforms, but then it w- what it does it helps turn that influence into action. Now you're actually creating impact. You're making an impact that that you wanted. To, do in the first place through you through your products and services. I mean, after all, that's what most of us as business owners want to do. We, we want to create that impact uh, so that people are able to take action and make that change that we're hoping that they would be able to using our products or services.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I always, narrowly, I guess, now I realize, thought of repurposing as getting more bang for your buck, for, for the energy and the time that you put into creating that content and most of us are not in the business of content creation. We are in the business of doing other things, but we are, I don't want to say a slave to content creation, but without content creation, content marketing is kind of where it's at. But then that you're taking it up to another level altogether. It's not just getting bang for your buck. It's actually driving action on your original also,
1: content. Uh, uh creating, you know... Uh- creating content or great content uh, sustainably on daily basis, it's it's impossible. It's hard to do. And unless you have a huge enterprise of 500 employees or something, you know, it's something not, it's not sustainable. It's not something you would want to get into. And and that's why uh, it's so key uh, to repurpose your content because it's economical, it's fast and it's sustainable. So you can, You can maybe put some time into creating that one great piece of content, be it a book or a podcast or an episode you've recorded. And, and of course, you can't do that on a daily basis or, you know, for some people, maybe not even weekly or monthly basis, right? Uh, So that's why you just now you can leverage that content to grow your brand um, through repurposing it on weekly and sometimes sometimes you know it can you can use it for months i I've, I've, I've seen people use it for years you know because social media platforms content disappears like we spoke about in seconds and who's going to remember what i shared 12 months ago on linkedin
0: yes and maybe for that person it wasn't relevant 2 years yeah. ago but now it is and what you're saying is still valid
1: exactly exactly um, so uh, you know that's where the a part of building brand momentum co- comes, in, comes in because you can't grow your brand sustainable, sustainably if you're not building that momentum. Uh, you know, you stop and start can't, doesn't work. We have to be consistent, and this repurposing content helps you stay consistent and build that bro- brand momentum that uh, f- um, that makes your brand familiar to other people when they see it in in their social media feeds over time. Yeah.
0: Well, I I know that your brand, your content stands out for me. I see you on LinkedIn. It stands out and probably through the quality of your content and through the consistency. When I see it, I always kind of pause. I don't, you know, it stops the scroll and I thought, oh, what's she saying now? Because you usually have something really interesting to say, but you caught my eye in the first place. Was that through consistency and obviously good content, but it was through consistency? (laughs)
1: I think uh, people underestimate the, the value of consistency, which is volume as well, um, uh, because quality, like, you know, quality um, to, to something which is of great quality to you may not be to somebody else, right? It uh, mm-hmm. it, it differs, uh, everybody's opinion is different on it. So, but one thing we can remain uh sort of unanimous on is consistency and 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 you know uh, psychologically that's what you know uh, that's what psychologists talk about as well right that when you, when you see something so many times over a period of time it you naturally s- uh, become familiar to it that that's how human brains work you 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 become use become familiar to what you see over and over again, and you and you become comfortable with it, and you start trusting it just because it's something familiar. Do something that's unknown.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've heard differing numbers. One of them is in like nine touches. Yes, or twelve.
1: I think now it's up to twelve. But
0: <laughs> I can see that with all of the content that we're bombarded with on a daily basis, it's even harder to break through. Yeah. So, what? Just for, for anybody that's doubting the whole issue of consistency in their in their posting and in, in their, uh, what would you say, putting their message out there, connecting with their followers, what happens if you kind of disappear for a day or a week or a month? What happens without that consistency?
1: Well, you know, with social media platforms and we, you know, they're built on their own rules and we have to follow their rules. However, their uh, platform works, right? However, their algorithm works. Um, I don't so much worry about the algorithm uh, on each platform, but yes, what really – but what happens when you disappear from these platforms for a short while, um, people – won't see your stuff because the, the way the algorithm works is that it will stop showing your post to the people who used to engage with you, who used to love seeing you in their um, in their feeds, who used to love engaging with your brand. Now stop seeing anything from you, and, and, and what happens is that over time, if you if you've gone for one month, six months, I don't know. Uh, they're going to forget about you, they, you know, mm-hmm. unless you're a huge brand like Coca-Cola McDonald's, okay, this, you know, you, they're going to forget about you. It's natural as a, for a small business owner, um, a, a, it can be very detrimental, but it's not to say that you cannot come back from it, right? Um, but then again, um, you would have to put the work in and, and then stay consistent. If you have disappeared for a time, you can always come back to But you can't keep, if you keep doing that, I don't think that it can help your brand grow, mm-hmm. uh, especially on these online social media platforms. Mm,
0: especially when you're talking about momentum. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you, you do need that consistency. Now, is consistency different for every business? Or does is it pretty much rule of thumb? You should be posting daily or weekly or what? what how do how do you tell your clients they should be staying consistent?
1: Well, so okay, it, it usually I, I I always talk about and and, I, and we can see it happening uh, in the future that more and more brands who have at least a face to the brand, they strive and thrive more than brands who do not have a face attached to it, right? Who just who just the name. Um uh, like, I don't know, you have in, in States, what's that, where they sell uh, very cheap products? Well, is it Woolworths or? Uh, Walmart. Walmart, Walmart right? <laughs> right? I don't know if there's any face you can attach to Walmart, but it's known for, uh, okay, you can buy good bargains there, for example, right? Mm-hmm. But in future, that's not going to be enough. And especially for small business owners, I believe that without having your brand or a person who is driving that brand, it doesn't always have to be the founder or CEO. If you're not that kind of person, you don't want to be so visible. You can have somebody else in your team, a partner uh, uh, in your, um, maybe the co-founder or maybe some uh, a market, CMO of the company, marketer of the company. But you can just, choose a person to become the uh, face of the brand and drive the brand um, on social media or face-to-face or however you're doing. But now we know that you have to be on online. You have to be uh, online to be able uh, to drive uh, uh, your brand uh, in the direction that you want to. So So uh, it's absolutely a must. um, I would say that to, to to grow a sustainable brand, you need to be visible online.
0: And consistent. And then that just loops back to you've cut a repurpose. You cannot be starting from scratch with brand new content, brand new concepts every time you're going to post unless you want to do nothing but post.
1: Yeah, if you're you're a small business, multimedia business owner, it's even more important because maybe for large companies, maybe they have a team who can produce a huge amount of content on daily basis, Mm -hmm. right? We don't have the resources. We can't go. They can probably write hundred tweets a day, two blog posts a day, or you know, three publish three podcast episodes a day, whatever, whatever the resources are. So looking at the resources that you have, the idea is to leverage those to the maximum, right? If if you are a small team, maybe you're you're a one person team, if you you should focus on maybe creating one, two or three pieces of amazing content, whether it's in the form of, uh, it's in the written form or maybe uh, an audio form, recording or video form, whichever you're comfortable with. right? Um, But once you have created or published that awesome um, message or ideas that you want to share with the world, now you don't have to worry about creating that awesome piece of content on an everyday basis. It's not gonna be possible. depending on your resources but you can easily repurpose it so that um um you know other members of, of the team or one, one other person or a, a, a virtual assistant can help you leverage that content and still share your ideas w- uh, with the world without you having to worry about uh, creating original content on a daily basis
0: yeah yeah like i for anybody that's not quite sure what repurposing is all about or why it's needed I, my best example would be if you created this amazing masterclass and it's on youtube great but it's an hour a lot of people are going to look at that timestamp and go hell no i am not sitting i don't even know this person yeah. but if somebody's going to break it down and chunk it out into really cool little bite-sized pieces of all that yeah. brilliance so yeah other than doing that what what else does repurposing entail
1: well um the, the process itself, um, obviously, um, it's it's about taking that con- main uh, or your anchor content and converting it to pieces for in different formats for v- various different audiences. So some people, um, maybe you have authored a book, but you may not be able to reach those people who prefer listening rather than reading a book. So you can take your content from the book, repurpose it into an audio format, repurpose it it into audio memes. So you can now reach that new audience who prefers to, who may have not read your book, but may hear you on on someone's podcast, maybe the audio meme you shared or an audio book. And and you can do the same with video. So the idea is that you're never gonna be able to reach your whole audience with one, uh, format of content, mm-hmm. right? Um, you'll always miss out on the others, um, and 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 re- through repurposing, you can reach the new audiences uh, and at the right time in the right place where they're actually congregating on a platform. So, for example, if it's Instagram, right? Instagram stories and reels work really well. Well, if you have authored a book, sh- yes, York content can be repurposed into stories um and uh, and into and, and you can sh- Share it that way. If you if you know that your audience is on that platform and is engaged on that pl- platform, and you want to reach them, you're not going to be able to reach them through your through your book, right? Because right. they're, they're not reading a book on Instagram. Um, yeah, so that's how I see uh, the whole the whole process of content uh, repurposing going from anchor content to various formats for various different audiences on different platforms.
0: So it's very strategic and very individualistic, depending on your clients and their audience.
1: Yeah. And, and you don't always have to start with all the platforms and all types of formats. You can focus on one. Um, if, uh, For example, you may focus on LinkedIn as your main uh, platform and on LinkedIn at the moment, carousels are working very well, if you've noticed. And they're like, um, and and on Instagram, they've got carousels as well, but on LinkedIn currently carousels are doing very well, more better than videos in my uh, personal experience. Um, And they get a lot more engagement, uh, and, and it's something I think the LinkedIn algorithm is pushing it right at the moment, just like Insta Reels, uh, Instagram is pushing Insta Reels at the moment because of TikTok going so big. Um, oh. So uh, these things changes, but the idea is that you can reach the, or you, you know, maybe you were writing text posts on LinkedIn and now you're seeing, oh, carousels are working very well. Well, you can convert the same content, content from your book into carousels and share that in that format. Convert some of it into quotes. Maybe you've got quotes in your books from your testimonials, convert them into images and share that on, on, on LinkedIn or on whichever platform you're on. So, you know, there's endless ways of doing this. Um, I, I, you know, I've talked about one piece of content. We've turned it into 40, 50 pieces sometimes. So it's, it's, it's crazy, but you don't have that. to start at crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But for, for somebody that's just kind of getting started with it, figuring out what their strategy is, it could be a major hurdle so if they're working with somebody like Amplifyology, yeah let's say and yeah. you you can help them identify more quickly yes what is what is the content you want to repurpose what are the channels you want to put out and what are the forms that you can most easily or most effectively repurpose in and then grow their repurposing campaign from there
1: yeah, absolutely, and, and that's why we've got several packages. And on um, on the new website, we'll have a lot more coming at lower end as well for people who may just want to do one small thing. Start off with one small thing rather than going uh, very big from the beginning, which works for you know a different size company. Um, uh, and and but for 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 maybe a, um, a one person. Team, they may want to start off small, um, and, and and that's where, of course, that's um, where we come in. Uh, you know, the, the the consultation comes in, and and it's basically just to identify where you're at right now, uh, and where do you want to be, and 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 how can we make that journey um, as smooth as possible, knowing the resources that you have, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So we I was don't going have to ask to you that.
0: It. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Do you help them kind of do a, an audit of the resources that they already do have and and help them identify? Yes, this one, this one, not that one. Or do you then suggest like, do you know what, you might want to do this and this to give us a wealth of content that we can use for this?
1: yeah absolutely. well some of uh, the clients come in they know they know or they already know what they want right so they, they don't need the advice from us they don't know what they want and 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 they'll tell you. But in other cases, yes, that's the whole idea because the last thing we want to do is that we repurpose all the content for you. we hand it over to you and you're like, what the hell do I do with this now? right, right? and and that's that's disastrous for it's for both of us. It doesn't look good on us. And it, and, and, and you'd be like, whatever, you know, I'm helpless. I don't know what to do with this. And then pretty soon you're not going to want to work with us. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't help either of us. So that's, that's what, you know, the whole idea is that before we even start the pro- process, we figure out, you know, where, where you're at, you know, what resources you have, what can you manage, um, in your business if we were to do this together and, uh, what can we do to help you get where you want to go?
0: Yeah, just listening to your process, I'm, you know, putting myself in the shoes of that would be client of yours and thinking, I would want you to then recommend somebody, a VA who could help me with the scheduling of of this content posting, and somebody to just take care of that all end of it. Is that something you can also connect your clients with?
1: That's what we've recently started offering. So we've got an upgraded package because a lot of clients, this is what they want us to do because they don't want the headache. Mm-hmm. Or, or, uh, sometimes they do have internal teams, so they don't they don't they just take the content and they give it to the internal team members who can then schedule it and and um, write the social posts for them. But we have also now started uh, offering um, uh, the, the the content that we repurpose for you, that we can share it on on your social media p- platforms for you as well. But right. mainly like to two platforms at the moment for LinkedIn and Instagram. Um, We don't do anything else. We don't do TikTok. We don't do other platforms, but we can refer you to other people or VA if you want to work with. Um, But yeah, those are the two uh, main platforms and LinkedIn actually being the main one for most of them. Now,
0: I favor LinkedIn. I'm not so hot on Instagram, but whatever. Um, but so many people continue to say Facebook, Facebook. Facebook is the place where you got to be. If you've got a business, you have to have some sort of presence there on Facebook. Why mm-hmm. is it that you've not included Facebook in what it is you focus on?
1: Because Facebook does not have an organic reach anymore. It is still a great platform. Actually, this, that's where I would go if, if I'm, when I'm running uh, ad campaigns. And that's the only reason I still share stuff on my Facebook page, though there's no engagement there, nothing there. It's because eventually we can run ads to those posts. Um, And and that's the only thing I use Facebook for is for running paid ad campaigns, not for organic reach.
0: Mm -hmm. LinkedIn
1: is very good that we still have that organic reach. I don't know for how long it will be there, but it certainly is there. Uh, unlike uh, all the other platforms that without even running any paid campaigns, you can actually have a system in place um, to basically uh, grow your business, get leads and, and close sales using that LinkedIn platform. Um, Yes. On Facebook, you can do it if you um, very engaged in some groups and that means spending a lot of time and yes, yes, I don't know if you, if you can scale a business that way certainly you can get few clients that way hanging out in the groups and stuff i don't think that that's a very uh, that's a sustainable growth plan for the business it's exhausting that, yeah <laughs> uh, so you would have to have some you know run some uh, sort of ad campaigns uh, or leverage some other platform to do it hence uh we don't do it for unless you know clients want to run face uh, paid ad campaigns on facebook for that what we can do is We provide the repurposed content because they have all the content and then they hire a paid agency um, to run ad ad, ad campaigns for them. And they use that because they now already have the content. They don't have to worry about, Oh, now we have to record a video. We have to record an audio. We have to do uh, create an image. They've already got all of that content so they can pass it on to the paid ad ad, ad agency to leverage that content for running um, those ads.
0: Do you have uh, somebody that you recommend when, if they do, want to go that way and just use Facebook strictly for their ads, which I can totally see that logic. Do you have somebody that you can then recommend as the agent to do that? Because I know there, there's a million people out there saying I'm a Facebook ad manager is like
1: no we do have a, a selected partners that um, that we work with um but if they want to go to anybody else you know they can go find somebody else but we have selected partners for for branding strategy we have selected partners for email automations or selected partners for um paid um if they want to run paid ad campaigns mm-hmm. um, so yeah there's um uh, and um we we can vouch for them because you know We've worked with them and we we know their quality of work Um, and yeah, so that's, that's how we prefer to work.
0: That's hugely valuable because if you're somebody that needs an agency to take care of your Facebook ads, it's because you don't have that specialization and it's really hard to discern which companies out there insisting that they can help you are actually people you should be working with. So it'd be great to have that recommendation from you after you've created the repurposed content. Yeah. Now, I want to loop back to your the issue you were talking about earlier about, you know, getting your face out there, being the face of the brand. And if not you, then somebody within your organization. But you had mentioned that you get objections from people uh, where, when you're talking about this saying, well, I, I'm shy, online visibility isn't for me, or I don't do video, so this won't work for me. Mm-hmm. Can you actually work with a business like that? And and if so, how do you kind of move them out of that position and get more comfortable with that face
1: yeah so i mean there are businesses who can flourish or who do flourish without having uh, having attached a face to their brand um but um if you you know for for people or or business owners who, who feel like no video isn't for me but then they have to choose then something else must be for them right maybe it's audio Right, they you know they want to do audio podcasts, um, and that's fine. Or maybe they've just authored a book, right? Usually, we prefer to work with um, authors, published authors, nonfiction. Um, um, uh, usually, business book authors, uh, and what it does that because you have already authored a book, um, you it shows you have thought leadership in 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 your area of um, expertise, right? Mm-hmm. Now. If you're not comfortable doing videos or or, or coming online that way, what we can do is now take your thought leadership content and turn that into videos, audios with your without, with your image, right? So you don't have to be there, right? Uh, we, we, so that there is a face attached to it, but you don't have to be physically sort of doing these things on your own, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But still have content in other formats, in video formats, audio formats, images, um, to, to go on all these so- social media platforms to leverage on the thought leadership you've already published. Uh, and that's the way to go that's how we work with a uh, few people uh, where we start off um with their book instead of videos or podcasts and uh, and and sort of build brand momentum um through their book rather than having them to do, videos and podcasts it's not always the ba- way but if at some point you do feel comfortable maybe as your as the brand uh, momentum builds a lot of time what happens is that they see the value in building uh, their brand and 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 they start to be uh, sort of become um i don't know they start to feel that maybe it's time that we people get to see the person behind all of this right person be- behind the book the content, everything and 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 a lot of times they start off with just guest posting guest po- uh sorry uh um as a, as a guest uh, appearing as a guest on other podcasts
0: i am strong on that i highly uh, recommend that
1: yeah and and that's a great way to s- start uh if you're not comfortable starting your own podcast or, or your own live stream channel mm-hmm. or, or or your own blog page is, is to start uh, appearing as guests on other people's shows and podcasts and a wonderful way to start this process going if if you now are comfortable having your face on um, uh, on camera.
0: Yeah. Well, in that vein of you know the podcast, you had you also mentioned that one of the objections that you often get is, well, I already have a podcast or my blog, so why do I need your services? You were mentioning that even people with podcasts come to amplifiology for your services yeah. Yeah. i can well imagine as a podcaster yeah. why they need to come to you but what do you tell people that that say like no i have a podcast i don't need you
1: so, so um, those are actually the ideal clients. If if you've already authored a book, or maybe you are uh, hosting a podcast, mm-hmm. or you are uh, you ha- you're hosting your own live stream show, is that a lot of time because they are the top leaders, right? So um, they they are great at creating their content. They know their content. They're great at creating their content. They don't want do, they don't want to be spending time now repurposing content or marketing it. It's it's a it's a waste of their time. They need to be spending their time um, in their genius zone, right? Mm-hmm. And but but also realizing at the same time that uh, repurposing content is uh, is a must part of uh, of their entire branding strategy if they want to make this sustainable.
0: Oh, absolutely. Where
1: we can help them, right? If they already have a podcast, to say, you know. Um, you don't want you don't want your episode or your um, your podcast to just disappear from people's mind after the day after the episode has been published, right? You want them to 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 keep coming, especially if it's you know if it's a real awesome one, um, and you know people can benefit from it. You you want people to co- uh, come back to it again and again and again. And it doesn't mean that well. You cannot always rely on iTunes to rank you up or, or may, you may not have the budget to run as to it. So repurposing content is another way of making sure that your content stays in front of the people you're trying to serve organically without having to spend uh, ad money on it or, or relying on, on other platforms to bump up your content. Yes.
0: You, 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 you've got to create your own momentum with your own marketing And as you say, you can't rely on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts to get you there. You've got to be marketing this stuff. And an integral part of having a podcast is also producing all of the content and the assets that you're going to use visually, video-wise, text-wise. And it does take a while. So I can see that having somebody like Amplifiology there to do that. Do you actually have podcast shows that rely on your company to do that for them?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, those were basically the first clients um, because it was, it, it just made total sense for them, uh, for us to work together. They have mm-hmm. a channel that they're re- reaching um, out to people with um, and, and then now uh, usually, you know, what, what happens to most of us who, uh, those who uh, have a podcast or publish a book is that Uh, After after the after the recording of the day, it's uh, after the day it's published on the platform, um, and maybe you shared one post on social media about okay, hey, check out my new episode. Hey, check out my new blog post. And then you're gonna forget about it. People are gonna forget about it because it will disappear from 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 the streams in Mm -hmm. on all social platforms. Um, And a lot of the times. Brands do not want that to happen. You know, they, they, they want to cre- um, create this consist- brand consistency so that people can get continuous value from what they are trying to um, help them with right yep. and 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 it just makes total sense that if t- for them to then repurpose that content so either themselves or their uh, teams can then leverage that content um for weeks and months to come um on social media platforms to continue building their brand momentum now in addition
0: to everything that you do and yeah. biology also has a social impact component that's called one percent one client the one percent one client campaign yeah. which is like so totally cool. How does this work? And why have you made that part of your business?
1: Well, uh, probably because, uh, you know, for me, my, my mission, my purpose, uh, I see it as uh, in, in life is championing others. And, and, and I do what I do to champion others. So with, with, um, with Amplifyology, this is what we're doing. We, we, we help brands amplify their their voices and we we champion them. And in doing so, we give 1% towards empowering the voiceless. So we call it 1% one client. So each and every client who works with us, they help us support, each one of them helps give 1% towards empowering the voiceless. Um, And and that's a huge part of our of the reason why Amplifiology exists, because it's not just about championing those who have a voice, but we want mm-hmm. to champion those who are voiceless as well.
0: How do you choose who it is? I mean, because there are there are so many voices out there that, that really should be amplified, that should be getting more spotlight. How do you choose who it is that you're going to be working with in the 1% One Client campaign?
1: Uh, currently, we work with other organizations who are, already doing amazing work in in this area be um, and and they are in different parts of the world as well um, so it makes it easier of course in the future i would like i would love to have our own um charity organization or foundation we would love to have our own foundation maybe it will happen in time um, but but at the moment we work with other third party um, so who are doing some great work uh, w- with recognizing um, entrepreneurs um uh, especially I, l- I love to work with f- uh, female entrepreneurs in regions and cultures where it's totally not normal for them um, to be financially independent and find their voice. Um, so it's 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 just another way of making a, a small difference. Yeah
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. So you find them or are, they, or are they people that are like, I know it's not something that happens in my culture or my society, but I need to get my voice out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, if it happens that way, we would love to work with those people. But no, usually we work with other um, uh, companies who are already working in the arena uh, with those people and they know them intimately. Uh, and so we can provide better sort of um, help and support.
0: Mm, I love that. So how can people work with you? If anybody's been listening to this and thinking, I need some of that. Like, what <laughs> do you have programs or is it like a client package or how do people work with you?
1: Uh, well, um, I mean, there are various packages, but I mean, um, that they can start off with if if they're thinking about leveraging the content that they already have. Uh, the thought leader content that you already have. If you're thinking about it, you know, just, um, you can, um, uh, first place is to connect with me on LinkedIn. That's probably the best way. Um, DM me, you can, they can always email, um, me at ember at amplifiology.com to get in touch. If they want to, um, have a chat, even just, uh, sort of a frank chat, uh, uh, about finding the direction in which they want to go, um, uh, and um, and also um, they could, if they want to, just check out what they what we are about, who we serve. They can check out my YouTube channel, "Spreading Ideas with Amber Khan." Um, they will find a lot more content there, and actually, um, uh, with our new website, we've got a whole blog series coming, and and and, hof- and a new podcast as well. So there will be a lot of ways for them to find out um uh, or, or if, even if it's just the information they were after those will be the resources they can uh, um look up to before they you know even <laughs> think about working with us so-
0: exactly i love doing that i, I mean it's, it's just about the way i operate if i discover a company that i think i might want to be working with or i want to know more about the first thing i do is i want to find video so being able to go to your youtube channel and kind of perusing the content in there and seeing like are you the company for me so valuable yeah so this is just like such an important part as far as i'm concerned such an important part of business and and staying visible in today's business world if anybody's been listening to this and you've i would well imagine you've inspired some thought in them about i need to get more on this what last words would you want to leave them with
1: well uh, you know I don't know who said this is not my quote. And I, I heard this somewhere. I, I don't remember who said this, but um, the, the content that you create is not the thing. It's just the first version of that thing. And 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 that's what I want, you know, all content creators or business owners who are creating content to remember that it's not the thing. You know, sometimes people have published a book. They're like, whoa, my work is done. I have now published my book. Now, I, you know, look, people are just going to find me. They're just going to find me because I'm an author. I've, I've written an awesome book and I'm going to have a lot of business coming my way. Now, it doesn't mean that your your book is crap. That's why you're not getting The book may be amazing. You may have got wonderful stuff that you have shared in it, but it's not, people are just not going to find it just because it's on Amazon, right? Or it's on your website. It's your duty to now take that, content that amazing piece of content you've created and leverage it on social media platforms to be able to get it in the hands of the people who you want to serve because you know these days the customer journey is not it's not linear it's not like you can say oh they will go to amazon they'll find my book they'll click on it they'll buy it and and then they'll um They'll get in touch with me or they'll book a call, whatever. You don't know what the journey is going to do. They may see a post from you on Facebook or on LinkedIn. They say, oh, that looks interesting. Maybe they'll read a couple more uh, posts and they find out, oh, you have a podcast. Or they find out you just did a wonderful episode with somebody. They listen to that. They go, now listen to your iTunes podcast. Then they find out, oh, there is a summary of it uh, in the form of a blog uh, on your website, they go check that out, right. Eventually this they realize they're at that stage, we're thinking, okay, I think I maybe could book a call with that person or email them or find out more about their packages or whatever. right? So it, it, but it took a lot of pieces to come together. But if you didn't have all of those p- content pieces in in the uh, stratosphere of you know in the internet, they're never going to be able to sort of complete that journey, which nowadays customer is on. It's there's not we can't do anything about it. This information overload and uh, and the new customer journey is nonlinear. This is the way people are going to if they want to do business with you, they are going to go zigzaggy uh, and eventually <laughs> get to where you want them to go, which is to book a call with you or do business with you.
0: And the only way they're going to do that is through amplifying their voice and repurposing all that content. As you said, Amber Kahn of Amplifiology, thank you so much for being with me today and telling me all about this. I just love this subject.
1: Thank you for having me, It's 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 been a pleasure and I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Oh, good. Me too.
0: All right. I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. Did you know that podcast guesting, being the featured guest interviewed on podcasts, is one of the hottest 2021 ways to build brand, audience, and your business. To get your unique message and personality out there to those who need to hear it. As a podcaster myself and a business consultant, I help turn entrepreneurs into business people who can proficiently and profitably use podcast guesting as a powerful part of their marketing plan. Want to know more? You can download the five-step guide below in the notes or if you really wanna get moving on it, book a call. And let's map out how we could make it part of your marketing plan.